Sweet hello everyone and the warmest welcome to the Passion Break podcast. I'm so delighted to have you here today joining us listening inspiring, taboo breaking and wisdom filled stories so that you can reach towards your personal potential and more satisfying life. Today I'm joined with Sarah Jackson who is a certified crystal practitioner located in St. Augustine, Florida. She owns Golden Light, a healing practice offering crystal healing sessions and other treatments to help women heal and discover their inner light. Crystal healing is a holistic, non-invasive, energy-based treatment which cultivates deep relaxation and emotional reflection to facilitate healing. Sarah is very passionate about what she does and loves to use crystals to help transform her clients from the inside out. She teaches her clients how to connect with their energy and higher self so they may dissolve physical and emotional blockages and live life they love. In this episode, we're going to talk about Sarah's work as a crystal practitioner, her journey to it, and how to get started with crystals. So welcome, Sarah, to Passion Break Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm so excited. I just love getting to talk about this stuff. I'm obviously like super passionate about it. So any opportunity to just have a conversation about it, I'm like, yes, let's do it. That's so nice. And how long have you used or like had this practitioner going on? Um, so it's been about six months, like fully in business, but I've done healing with crystals for like, I would say two to three years, mm. um, with my own journey. So it was like experience for myself. And then finally I was like, I have to get certified. I have to help other people and teach other people. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So did you went like to an actual school or course where you get like certified as a, a crystal practitioner? Yeah, so um, it's all online, thankfully, but there is a course that I went to specifically, and she is actually like the only course that can legally certify you as a uh, mm. certified crystal practitioner. So she's been doing it forever. She's the original. Uh, her name is Hibiscus <laughs> Moon, and it's just a really in-depth, beautiful course. Like, there's a lot of science behind it, which you don't get a lot with other certifications mm. and just like really in depth of like how to do energy healing, how to do crystal healing. Like it's just a really beautiful certification and I loved every second of it. Nice. Sounds really good. How, how long did it take to you to get certified? Um, so there's like eight sections and they're very in-depth sections and it's sort of go at your own pace. So I believe I did it in like two months, I think. Mm. But if like you needed to take longer, you can take longer. But yeah, I think I did mine in like two months. I was like, yes, this is amazing. Hurry up. Let's go. <laughs> That's so cool. And how has your journey been then before we jump actually to how did you get here? But how has it been so far as uh, running this kind of crystal business? Yeah, it's been really incredible like I I just love every second like you know that stupid cliche saying where they're like oh if you love what you do you never work a day in your life I'm like <laughs> I never thought that like do people actually like is that really a thing and now I'm like oh my god it's a thing like <laughs> I go into sessions I'm like how does this work I love this so much like all of my clients are just the most amazing women like I feel like from our first conversation we're like friends, you know, mm. like we just connect on such like a deep level that I'm like, it's just so divinely guided and I love it to death. So it's been really incredible. 
That's so amazing that you found something like that, that you really feel even after four years, like excited to, you know, do it and take on on your clients. And how has been the response for the people? Like, are they really, is there a lot of people like family with crystals and they really want to go in deep in there? Or is there still like people kind of, mm, I don't know, do I really believe in this, but I really want to try? <laughs> Yeah, so funny enough, it's really funny when you're like not in this realm and you're like, oh, like, are there really pe there's people out there? There are those people out there. There is a massive community around. And I don't think it's like so much crystals specifically, like there's definitely that niche of crystals, but taking your healing and your journey into your own hands. Mm -hmm. And it could be crystals, it could be meditation, it could be yoga. Like there's so many tools for us to sort of deepen our experience. You know, maybe you're going through something, a chronic illness, mm -hmm. and you're just really deciding to, hey, I'm going to take my health and my journey in my own hands. Mm -hmm. And so there are definitely those people out there. I mean, of course, there's people out there that just love crystals for being crystals and not so much healing tools. So I do love that little crossover of getting to teach people like, these crystals are great, but they can also help you in such a deep way. Um, and sort of educating people about that is just really fun. Yeah, sounds amazing. And now we could go and jump into how it all started. <laughs> Yeah, so it's actually a crazy story. Um, and like, I don't want to like get super intense about it, but like four years ago, I would say, I feel like I'm losing track of time, four years ago, five years ago, maybe, uh, I myself ended up getting very ill, mm -hmm. um, like out of nowhere. And I was having a lot of chronic pain um, and no one could tell me why. I was really struggling. I couldn't eat or drink. Like anytime I eat or drink, like it just caused me so much pain, a lot of like stomach issues. And I like ran the list of specialists you could see, doctor's appointments, tests, scans, like literally everything mm -hmm. that traditional medicine could offer. And at the end of that, they had no answers for me, which is incredibly frustrating. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of other people that go through that as well. And thankfully, at the time, I had been seeing an acupuncturist for a while, a couple of years before I got sick. And she was like, hey, I have this group of holistic practitioners and they're very close to you. They're really amazing. Mm -hmm. I'd like you to go see them. And didn't know that it was going to change my life. Mm -hmm. So I went and they ended up being like, we hear you and we see you and we understand what you're going through. And for someone to just like acknowledge like that what you're feeling is valid and what you're going through is valid, even though traditional medicine cannot find the answers for you, is so powerful. And so I ended up, you know, I ended up going to treatment with them. And one of the women there, one of the doctors there, she truly changed my life. She is a chiropractor, energy healer, um, and also has the certification that I now mm -hmm. have. And one of our second or third sessions, she I didn't know anything about crystals. And she just gave me this crystal. And she said, here, I think this is going to help you with your anxiety and stress because, come on, dealing with 
you know, two years of chronic illness and pain, my anxiety and stress levels were very high. And she was like, just, just hold on to this. I think it will help you. And from that day, I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? This is so magical. I am obsessed. Mm. And it just led me on this whole journey. I mean, she has been like very supportive and essentially my mentor now and guiding me. And so that was a couple of years ago. And I was like, this is amazing. Like going through that experience, I am now the happiest and healthiest version of myself and completely healed, no chronic pain, no chronic illness. I mean, obviously it's a journey, but I was like, more people need to know about mm. this. Uh, like my passion in life is now I understand where it is to be at your lowest low mm. and not knowing how to get up from that. And I want to be that for other people. You know, other people were that for me. I deeply was like, I I want to do that. That's what I want to do. That's so beautiful. And it's just an absolute incredible feeling to now today that's what I'm doing and some days I'm like oh my gosh how, how am I how is this my job how am I getting paid to do this because it's truly incredible you know I get messages from my clients and they're like oh my gosh our session yesterday I have literally no pain today that I and the people who have been experiencing pain for months or mm. years mm. one client the other day sent me a voice memo and she was like okay I'm sold this is the best night's sleep I have had in a year. And those things, like, they just make my heart sore. I'm like, this is absolutely incredible. And I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm the end-all, be-all healer. But it's really just channeling the energy and using crystals and other things as a tool to, again, just really empowering you to say, you know, you can do mm. this. You can come up mm. from this. I've done it. I will help you do it. So that's just been, I just love it to death. That's so beautiful and powerful story. So thank you so much for sharing that. Like just listening that gives a chills, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But to just specify into like, um, so they, um, the mentor of yours were using crystal healing, but was she doing also some other practices or treatments where, which then like eventually helped you to get out of your chronic pain? Yeah, so she is mainly a chiropractor, so, mm -hmm. and it's really incredible what chiropractors can do, like, I mean, man, there are, like, some adjustments that are, like, it's just incredible, because, I mean, really, like, my body was just in, like, they talk about fight or flight mode, mm -hmm. my body was, like, in constant flight mode, so really, you're just retraining your body to be, like, it's okay, you're mm -hmm. safe mm -hmm. so it was a lot of chiropractic it was a lot of um there's a technique called net which i don't want to speak too much about because i'm not an expert so i don't want to describe <laughs> it wrong um but if you ever look up uh net therapy it's really interesting and yeah like a lot of just you know supplements and just like retraining your body essentially mm -hmm. um and it's just it's so powerful but a lot of it was crystal healing that's so cool and now when you look back onto whole your journey 
would you like pinpoint often the causes of these chronic illness or pain that you went through? Was there specific things that could have caused it then? Um, yeah, so essentially they were saying, so there is such a thing as a, uh, and I don't want to say this wrong, but it's like a hiatal hernia. Mm-hmm. And all my scans that I had didn't pick that up at all. And it's essentially like where your stomach is like up in, like pushed up into your esophagus. Like, again, I could be saying some of this wrong, but um, so it's it's sort of something like that. So like my stomach wasn't digesting anything, but essentially it's all from stress. Like mm. your body can can get into these positions all from stress. You know, I was in a time in my life a couple of years ago, I had just gotten a new job and it was like mm. a very serious role and I was just taking all this stuff on and I really just stressed my body out to the max to where they essentially figured out that my body was so stressed that any food or liquid I put into my body you know, when you have an allergy to something, like let's say you're allergic to peanuts or something mm-hmm. and you eat peanuts, your body's response is to attack what you're allergic to. So my body was so stressed to the point where anything I put into my body, it almost immediately went into an allergic response. Like mm-hmm. we are allergic to this, attack it, don't digest it, um, which is incredibly painful. I mean, yeah. it it was not, it was very difficult. Um, yeah, so there there were a bunch of other things going on, but also I think it's really important to now getting out of it, educating people that your whatever you're going through psychologically and mentally really can result in physical symptoms. Um, and I'm not saying that like every physical physical symptom is a result of like your mindset, but I was stressed to the max and it Mm. literally showed in my body and just having that know-how. Yeah. I mean, it's just incredible because I think that we kind of underestimate what stress can cause into our bodies because it literally is one of the worst things that we can do. (laughs) It has so many stuff that, how it affects into our body in a negative way. And I've also heard the saying that if we would understand how much negative thoughts affects into our body, we would never ever like ever again, think negative thoughts. And I think it's just a good, um, you know, just reminder us to just really understand that of course we can't always just stay in the happy and positive and relaxed mode. They will be, moments in life where we get stressed and more busy or more stuff to do or kind of that survival mode but I think that it's like we can't stop stress coming into our life but we can find ways to like regulate it and deal with it in a healthy way that when we find ourselves to be very stressed to kind of how to bring us back to the balance how can we reduce things that you know let's say that our job is very stressful can we reduce other stuff that then we have more time to relax when we come back from work or something so this is something that really should be teaching schools or something just like stretch stress management because I think um of course it has always been but especially now when there's so tight schedules and really long working hours and everything it just feels like the stress is big cause for all kinds of disease and um pain and symptoms that we are having right now for as a humanity or people in general yeah a hundred percent and like you said, I really love 
through the crystal healing, but also other tools, like there is a way, of course, like you said, there's always things going to be coming into your life. There's no way to control absolutely everything. And it's really just how you meet those situations and how you react to them. And just, it's a constant journey to acquire the tools of, you know, what resonates with you, you know, meditation or walking or yoga or crystals or journaling or literally anything um, to really help you like step down from such like severe stress or anxiety or emotions yeah and when a client comes to you is there is there some specific um or actually I wanted to ask it in that way that what are like the most or the biggest causes that is there like some certain team around your clients of people that you know comes to you does there come a big theme up when when you look at your client base um, yeah, and I f- honestly feel like stress and anxiety comes up for a lot of us. Yeah. I mean, who is not stressed? Mm. Which is just sad to say, but literally all of us have something in our lives that's stressing us out. And when you don't have the tools, it just get it just builds and builds and builds and builds. So, I would say, you know, of course some of my clients have physical symptoms. But a lot of that comes from the mindset that they're living in. Mm. And, you know, we can sit here and, you know, do physical symptoms all day long and help you with pain and, you know, ease all that. But there comes a point where, you know, something's got to give. You've got to do some. And it really just takes, honestly, Sometimes uh, another outside person like me or a therapist or another holistic practitioner, you know, just from an outside view saying, okay, what if you tried this? You know, what if we thought about it this way? Or, and that just such easy things to make a shift for you, you know, again, giving you your power back to say, you know, you can do this or do that and really help yourself in a lot of ways but you don't know that and like no what are you going to do research all all the things and learn all the all the things in order to help ourselves so um I do love that aspect of it but I would say honestly a lot of it is stress and anxiety or just things that they're going through uh emotionally that they just can't process themselves and all of that just gets really stuck if you don't process it and it just lives inside of your body and eventually like we said becomes physical symptoms yeah yeah and I think that like you said all like almost all of us are experiencing something on some certain point or if it's not now it can be from the past that is kind of creeping up on us um and could you like walk us through what is it like like to become your client and come to your crystal healing sessions like yeah if you walk through us the whole session like how does it go (laughs) yeah yeah of course so I do in-person sessions or remote sessions so in-person sessions you would obviously have to be locally to me but remote sessions I help people from all over uh which I think is really incredible a lot of people don't realize that you can you can in fact do energy work without being in the same room. Mm. So let's say if you and I were to do a remote session, 
we'd set up a session. Everything happens over Zoom, very convenient. And I, I do love something special about remote sessions because, you know, you can lay in your bed, mm. in your pajamas. It's very comfortable. Um, you know, some of my clients have that anxiety of going somewhere or doing something. So what better way to receive healing than literally in your own house? So we would set up a Zoom session. And because I can't put stones on you physically, I have a proxy board, which is essentially a wooden board. It has an outline of a person and the uh, outline of each of the chakras, which if you're not familiar with chakras, we'd need a whole another podcast to go over that. But essentially, they are the seven or more. There's actually more, but there's seven main energy centers in your body. Uh, root. Uh, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. And so what we would do is I, you know, we'd have a conversation. There are some intake forms that you fill out. We would sort of pin down, okay, what are you dealing with at the moment? What was sort of the catalyst for you actually booking a session? Are you having any physical pain? Are you having any, you know, emotional, mental symptoms? And so we would just sort of go from there. And uh, you get to, you know, lay in your bed or on your couch. I walk you through a very short uh, meditation in the beginning. And then you just get to chill out and I do all the work. <laughs> so I love for my clients to play music. If you, you know, do meditation music or really any music, that's very calming. If you have an eye pillow, great. Mm. I've had a client do a face mask during a session before. <laughs> I was like, wow, now that that's self-care right there. And so what we would do, you'd lay down, be very chill, and I go through the proxy board with a pendulum, and I test each of your chakra centers to see what's blocked, what's moving. Mm. Uh, ideally, we want a nice, smooth, clockwise position. Chakra actually means wheel, so we want a nice, just really easy, smooth, clockwise position. Not too fast, not too slow. We don't want it moving counterclockwise um, or sometimes the pendulum will just not move at all and so those would tell me if things are blocked or moving mm. we test you all the way through and then we put stones on according to what's blocked or moving so some chakras let's say your root chakra is super blocked but your solar plexus is fine so you would end up with more uh, crystals on your root chakra than your solar plexus so I'd, I'd lay stones, and then I'd go through again and test with the pendulum again with the stones on. So this allows me to see, okay, do we have any chakras that are super stubborn? Like, yes, there's crystals on it, but are they maybe still not moving? And funny enough, sometimes that does happen, especially if you've never had energy work before. Your body's like, okay, what are we doing? Mm. And so it will take a while to sort of integrate those energies. So we'll retest again. If anything's super stubborn and still not moving the way I want it to, then we go through and put more stones on. And then I test again. And it's kind of at this point, okay, are we going to get things moving or are we not going to get things moving? I don't want to overload you, obviously. So usually, I would say 99% of the time, we can get everything pretty much moving by the end of a session. Mm. So. Once all your chakras are good to where I want them to be or as to as good as we can get them for a session, 
I will also do some energy work around you. So seeing really like if anyone's energy is kind of like stuck to you, you know, a lot of us are empathic people. Mm -hmm. So we take on other people's energies and that can be sensed during a session, you know, release some of those things. Um, If you were having some joint pain, I could do some energy on your joints. And really just making sure that your energy as a whole is just really nice. Um, And that feels differently for different people. And so just sort of calming the body down, integrating all of the energies. I will also often pull cards during a session. So that could be tarot cards. It's normally oracle cards or numerology cards. And this just allows me at the end of the session when we go over all of your, you know, what was blocked, what wasn't, um, and sort of like what your energy levels were, the cards allow me to go deeper into, okay, what is it you need to hear right now? Mm. What are What is the core of really what we're working on or some messages that will help you, you know, on the next step? And it's really amazing because the pendulum is nice because that's literally – you know, physically showing me what's blocked and what's moving. And the cards are nice because it's, again, literally a physical representation of maybe some things that you're dealing with that didn't even come up with our initial conversation. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, that makes so much sense. Mm. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) I relate to that so much. Um, So at the end of the session, we have this whole wonderful conversation of, hey, you're doing really well, but here's the things that came up (laughs) and here's where we are now and here's some guidance for you. And I love giving people, you know, meditations for after the session. Uh, I love for people to take Epsom baths because that can be really grounding and clearing after energy work, you know, and we'll just sort of have a conversation. Mm. You know, if you're dealing with being an empath and not having boundaries, I'll give you some practices for that. If you're dealing with maybe some throat chakra blockages Mm -hmm. and communication, I'll give you some practices for that. So it's all really tailored to uh, what you're going through and things you can do after the session, which I love. Again, taking all of that into your own hands and I like sort of like homework, but really just practices to support you after the session. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, here's 30 minutes to an hour. We're done goodbye it's hey you know here's things that can support you Mm -hmm. and I am always here for you and if you ever have any questions please let me know like I love having conversations about this stuff Mm -hmm. I love being that person for other people because like I said other people were that person for me Mm -hmm. so it just brings me so much joy to be like I hear you you're supported you're heard Mm -hmm. for other people that is just so cool and I'm like we are going to have a session on some point (laughs) so nice I mean I think that's my own history with like crystals was like I was always kind of interested because I think that they just look so beautiful and I was like you know of course you could see some crystals as like a furniture or like a how could you say like you know bringing the atmosphere or that you are just having it in home because it's beautiful but then I started to realize that there's actually different energies, different colors, and then exactly that they are like connected to chakras. Um, and before I went into my yoga teacher training, I was like, I was kind of doubting that should I go to the yoga teacher training or not? And I was 
like back then I was living in Finland and the yoga teacher training was in Thailand. So it was like a big move to actually go to another country and do it for a month. And, you know, yeah, it would be like a turning page <laughs> or yeah, new chapter for my life. And I remember that I kind of, you know, believed into this system of like, okay, I want to ask a sign, you know, I want to ask like, should I do it? And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. And after I had like kind of asked it out and I put it out there, like show me a sign if I need to go to Thailand. And I went into this like, um, you know, there's not really a beach in Helsinki where I lived in Finland, but it was like, you know, it's still an ocean. And then there's kind of like rocks, like a lot of rocks, the rocky bottom, you know, beach. And I was just walking there and I was just looking at the ground and I was like, okay, if I find like a like seashell, that's like a really big sign because there's no literally seashells in Finland. So then it would be like, okay, you know, if I find that. So I was like kind of looking at the ground and then I'm like, haha, I found a seashell and I pick it up and actually it's just the core of pistachio, you know, the, the pistachio nuts. So it like looked like a seashell. I was like, damn it okay now I'm just like going crazy you know like looking at the signs from the universe like okay this is like bullshit <laughs> and then I just like keep walking and then I'm like okay now that's something special and I literally bring it up and it is a, like a half piece of an amethyst <gasps> so amethyst crystal and I literally were like this is not a rock this is something special and I did back then I didn't know that it was a crystal so I just took it and I was like taking it to home and I was like googling you know that you know um lila or violet uh rock what it can be and then there came like crystal and amethyst and then there was the intuition and I was like oh my god like that was just so crazy and actually oh there is like that um, of course, there's few few choices. It could be that it has like the ocean has bring it, or then it could be that someone has dropped it. But it wasn't like you know. Usually, when you buy a crystal from crystal store, it's like very you know beautifully how you say it, like um yeah, like like has really nice like points or something like that. Yeah, like, so it's it's not like you know a rock, you know what, what you find. Right. But this was like really a rock. Like it wasn't like nicely shiny or whatever and that's why I was like okay this is so weird and there is actually part of Lapland that there is like a amethyst like caves but it's still like not like big thing so I don't know how the thing ended up there but I found it and still like in in like I keep it close to me and I just think that that was like for me like okay I believe in this stuff and like I went to yes. Thailand and I went to do it and ever since like it kind of kick-started that interest of crystals and the power of crystals and I think I'm still in the journey of it all yeah <laughs> that's absolutely incredible oh my god like what yeah it's well and I just love stories like that and and everyone has their own story like going into shop they know literally nothing about crystals but they're like oh my God, this is so beautiful. I have to have it. And I love that. Like, that's truly like your intuition saying, hey, I think maybe you need this in your life. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I think it was also like, hey, you better believe us. <laughs> like, you know, just yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like check. We have power if we want to, okay? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I actually just wanted to share another one because I then like went to this, 
uh, after I was in the yoga teacher training, I moved to Spain and there was like this really nice crystal shop and I went there for like many times. And then I was like, okay, what kind of crystal do I need? Like do what like attracts me a lot. And there was this very beautiful, I can't remember, but it's kind of like greenish, like a turquoise greenish color. Uh, I think it's something like the, um, uh, it's not, a, I don't think it's citrate, but it's something yeah, I can't really remember the name of it. But anyway, it was very beautiful. And I was like, okay, going to the Casa. I was like, I'm taking this. And then the owner of the crystal shop was like, okay, I just want to check like what is the vibration of it, you know, because there's like obviously different vibrations, which probably we're going to dive into soon. Um, and then he tested and, you know, there's the kind of like, a, yeah, the machine that shows like, yeah, the quality of the crystal and the obviously the biggest or the best quality that can be is like diamond. And this was like really close to it. And his like face went like white. And he was like, what? Like, am I selling this sister really to you? Like, he, and he <laughs> tested it again. And it again went like really high up. And then I was just looking, I didn't know. And he's like, this is a really powerful crystal. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and then I bought it like for six euros or something. I was like, okay, nice. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just like these kind of stories, you know, I just something that for some people who doesn't really believe in or they like, there's been a lot of comments for me, especially I think for some of my guy friends being like, why do you like collect some kind of rocks? And I was like, I understand, like, I understand what you're, what you mean, but I think you need to first go through an experience of yourself. And when you have gone through an experience, like what I've gone through, then I really start to believe in those, you know, like it's just, it's just is that I've gone through that and I think for you as well, you have super powerful story behind that. Right. Um, so then, you know, you had no other like way than just start to believe. <laughs> Even some other people don't, you know, like they kind of have doubts about it, but that's okay. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's really funny because that's an art that comment that you made. That's an argument that comes up so much. Everyone's like, oh, it's just a rock. Mm. But literally, scientifically, it's not just a rock. Molecules of a crystal are literally in a fixed geometric pattern. Mm. Rocks do not have that. And you can literally, like you said, measure the frequency and the vibration of a crystal. That's why they become such good healing tools because they have, they each have a frequency, okay? And that frequency doesn't change. It's stable no matter what. And us as humans, we're influenced by literally everything. Mm. Like, come on. Like, we walk outside and whatever's in the air, like, you know, with the water that we drink, we're literally influenced by every little thing that we come into contact yeah. with. Not to mention that water is also easily influenced by almost everything and humans are like 60% water. So crystals with their fixed frequency and us with our like frequency that's very easily influenced you're taking something that is very stable and then training it on something that it's not so our frequency tries to match the frequency of the crystal mm. which I think is really incredible a lot of people don't know I mean the science is there if you want to look at the science I'm not like surprisingly not a super science person but the certification I went through goes very deep into it so it's there if you want to know it and if that interests you 
So I, I just think that comment always is so funny. It's like, literally, it's just a rock. I'm like, literally, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, there is like people who believes in science. Like they have total, like, right. I think there's a lot of videos also on YouTube. Uh, and I have actually myself taken a video of um, this electromagnetic like meter or which like, yeah, which measures electromagnetic like radiance. And I never, ever remember the name of the crystal, but the black crystal, I think it's from Russia that like, do you remember the name? Oh, yeah. So there are a couple. Um, Shungite is one of them. Maybe that's what you're... Yes, exactly. Okay, Shungite. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So Shungite literally will absorb EMF. Like that's like scientifically proven. Yeah. I have... Um, it's a really great stone to keep near your computer, to keep near like your cable box or your wi-fi router or those types of things it easily absorbs emf they even make them into bracelets if you wanted to wear them um yeah i have a huge block that goes to literally next to my computer whenever i'm not using my computer yeah uh and it's just things like that like those things are there those things are out there yeah it's just looking for them or looking for the scientific stuff if you're interested in the scientific stuff but yeah I will leave I will leave a link to like a YouTube video where they show it that they literally put that like uh electromagnetic like diameter just between the crystal and the like the like let's say microwave or oven or a lamp yeah when they take the crystal away it would like beep, 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 beep. and then they put the crystal back and it's just like silent and it goes to zero and it's just like when you see it you're like okay like then you're like okay this is like legend stuff yeah now we can jump into how to start use crystals and do crystal practices on your own yeah so i love this uh, I actually just recently came out with a free ebook on how to get started because I am so passionate about it and I feel like there's so much information out there like you just said like there's just so much and it can be very overwhelming to be like oh my gosh I really want to get started with crystals but where the heck do I start and so I was like oh this like so this needs to be a tool I need to give my client something or literally anyone something to be like, here's how you get started. So it does go into, like we just said, what crystals are and what makes them special. And I think the really nice part is also choosing crystals. And I think a lot of people get hung up on this like, oh, is this a crystal that I'm supposed to be using? Or is the crystal, is this the crystal that's meant for me? And very like rigid in, you should have this crystal or you should, shouldn't have this crystal and those types of things. And I just want to remind everyone that like a lot of things, uh, crystals, working with crystals is an intuitive practice. So uh, really there's like, I just don't like all this like misinformation that is like yes or no or this or that or black and white because it's really not. It's completely intuitive practice. So whatever resonates with you when you're doing your, and this applies for anything, but when you're doing your research or learning different things, if something resonates with you, great, use that in your practice. If something doesn't resonate with you, great, you don't have to do that. Um, so again, going back to 
choosing crystals. There's a bunch of different ways. I love, like, if you have never, if you don't own any crystals, just go into a shop. Make sure, like, it's a good shop and they're not selling you, like, anything fake because those are out there. But just go into a shop and literally look at everything. Because there could be things there that you have no idea that you're drawn to. I mean, there are really, like, of course, if you wanted to start with more common ones, like amethyst or rose quartz, I think those are really beautiful. But there could, like, there could be a jasper, like a red jasper, like a polychrome jasper. And you're like, oh, my God, that's beautiful. Like, that's what I mm-hmm. want. But then me going into the same shop, I'm not going to look at the polychrome jasper. I'm maybe going to look at, like you said, shungite or calcite or literally anything else. And so it's all very, like, that inner knowing and sort of what you're drawn to. Mm-hmm. And intuition's muscle. The more you use it, the more it's going to be helpful in so many different areas of your life. So, yeah, just going in and sort of feeling like, oh, I really like this one or there's just something about this one. And it could be the shape. It could be the color. It could be literally anything. Um, And just listening to that, you know, being aware of that. Uh, Another way a lot of people tend to choose them starting out is with a pendulum. I love pendulums. Obviously, I use them in my session. And people think they're like, oh, it's like a super magical tool. Really, honestly, it's just your subconscious. Like your body already knows Mm -hmm. the answer and it's just a physical representation. So you could take a pendulum and if you had a whole bunch of crystals in front of you, you would be able to tell and working with a pendulum, if you've never worked with a pendulum before, you can sort of ask, okay, what does my yes look like? And the pendulum will move in a certain way. And what does my no look like? And the pendulum will move in a certain way. And so if you put the pendulum over a whole bunch of crystals, the pendulum's going to easily tell you like, hey, maybe this tiger's eye right here, that would be really good for you. Or hey, maybe mm-hmm. this lapis over here would be really good for you. Or maybe you're start just starting out and like obsidian can be a very intense stone for a lot of people. So maybe the pendulum's like, meh, no. I mean, your intuition's probably going to be like, if obsidian's not for you, it's not for you. You probably know pretty clearly. And I mean, that would feel like, you know, if you held obsidian in your hand and it wasn't for you, you could feel that frequency. Like it would kind of give you a little bit of anxiety or kind of a little bit like, "Mm, I don't really want this in my hand. So again, just, just like being aware of your intuition and those types of things, I think is really important when doing these types of things yeah I mean I have to just comment that pendulum thing that like actually maybe you can just give a brief explanation of what pendulum is okay so pendulum like honestly can look you can literally make your own pendulum um I have not but essentially like mine are all chains with crystals on the bottom of them and they're usually like in a point but it doesn't have to be a point and they have a little bead on the end and you hold the bead okay so just holding the bead allows the rest of it to move freely Mm -hmm. and like we said you can say what's my yes and what's my no and it's different for literally everyone you know Mm -hmm. for me my yes is the pendulum will move in a clockwise motion. For me, my no, it will move uh, back and forth. Yeah. And very interesting tool. 
if you don't know anything about pendulums, it's also uh, referred to as dowsing as well. Um, like pendulum is the tool and then dowsing is sort of the practice. Um, if this interests you at all, I highly recommend researching it because um, I'm not the pendulum expert. But yeah, so they're really beautiful. I have three of them. So one I use for anything for myself and it has a rose quartz crystal on the end of it. And the one I use for all of my sessions has an amethyst crystal on the bottom of it. And then I have one more and it has a malachite crystal on the bottom of it. And malachite is just a really beautiful deep green stone. And I use that for all my animal sessions. So I don't uh, do, I don't do a ton of animal sessions um, just because, you know, it's kind of, it's not easy to do those things over remote like here's my cat and like those types of things uh but I do them on my own cats all the time so that's <laughs> <laughs> so that's the pendulum I use for yeah um, for specifically animal sessions and like you know my brother has a dog so if he ever needs help with his dog I'm like okay or my friends who have animals you know I'm like oh I can do a session for them you know those types of things that's so cool I mean I have so many things that I want to comment into but the thing that I wanted to keep going was about the pendulum is that my friend like she had one and I was like, okay, what is that? Like, it actually looked very beautiful. And she was like, yeah, like, actually, this is something that, you know, like, tells you yes or no when you're asked questions. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then she showed me. And I was just looking up. I was like, are you moving it with your fingers? Like, that just looks like you're actually doing. And she's like, you can try it. And I was like, this isn't going to work, like. I knew like 100% that this is not going to work. And I'm just taking it on my hands and I'm just keeping it on my fingers. And I'm literally like looking that I'm not shaking. I'm not moving. And then I'm just thinking, yes. And the whole thing starts to move. Like also for me, like clockwise. And I was like, it just like, boom, like my brain just <laughs> like fire. I was like, okay, this thing is so weird. Like, but I've actually read it a lot about it. Uh, and they said that it is like, it is like muscles in your fingers, but it's so tiny movement because it exactly the answer is in your body. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's just so beautiful. And I also heard because I used it a lot on some point and I got like questions about like, should I marry this guy? Basically things. <laughs> and like now when I'm thinking about it, I was like, obviously it shouldn't. But like the thing was that it also says that it doesn't know like you know, it kind of like predict the future, but it's right. more over like what your body wants at that moment. Like what is your body the answer in that moment? Whatever the question was, like your body, it was strong yes or strong no, or sometimes can be weak yes or weak no or nothing basically. But yeah, I just think that it's something if you're interested in getting it, it's a tool. It's a tool, like you exactly. said, to kind of self-knowledge and stuff like that. Um, okay, but now that you have like a list of questions, first of all, <laughs> What would you say for people? Okay, they get the crystal. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's great, great to address, like you said, it's really important to get a good quality crystal because I know that there's also a lot of about child labor around the Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, that's around corner as well. <laughs> <laughs> crystal market. Um, so what, what would you say is the tip to like make sure that the crystal is not, you know, produced in a country that uses child labor? Yeah, so I really just recommend doing your research. Um, 
And it's funny that you do bring up, like, because crystals are, you know, energetic tools and they hold that energy, how they're taken out of the ground, they hold that energy. So it is incredibly important to shop ethically when it comes to crystals. Um, So I would just do your research. If it's a shop that you're actually physically going into, you know, talk to the people that own it, ask them questions, you know, Mm -hmm. empower yourself to be like, is this, you know, sourced ethically or not? Um, Truthfully, a lot of the things that I buy are online, but that's because I either personally know the people that own the shop Um, I have some really great people that I know that own small businesses and I know that they ethically source their crystals. Um, I find an easy way to tell as well is the price. If the price Mm. seems too good to be true, then Mm. normally, um, it's, it is too good to be true. I mean, um, Mm. so ethically sourced crystals will cost you a little bit more, but I think it is important to support, um, people that are doing it in a safe and ethical way versus just buying things the easy way because you want you you know you don't want that energy you want mm. you know the good energy the high vibration yeah yeah and how about then when someone gets ethically sourced beautiful crystal into their hands what would you say are like the easiest practices to really get that crystal energy to be like next to you okay yeah um I love this because that is also part of the ebook um Mm. (laughs) so yeah so a lot of us were like okay I have this crystal now what the heck do I do with it like Mm. do I shower with it do I sleep with it (laughs) like what what am I doing with this crystal like how is it magically just gonna fix everything for me also I want to point out that crystals are not going to magically fix everything for you it's you doing the inner work crystals again are just a tool so in the book we sort of go through a couple of main things first off crystal meditation I know a lot of people aren't huge fans of meditation maybe you're like oh I can't do that meditation doesn't work for me I highly encourage you find some really beautiful guided meditations, find some really beautiful visualization meditations. And it doesn't have to be this huge long thing of half an hour or 45 minutes. Like meditation Mm -hmm. still counts if you do it for five minutes. Trust me. (laughs) And so, you know, so the book sort of talks about how to do a crystal meditation, you know, holding it in your left hand because left hand uh, that is what you sense energies with. Um, So crystal meditations are really beautiful. I love crystal ritual baths, you know, making it, like we said earlier, Epsom salt baths are really important for clearing energy. So adding that to your routine, I love baths, but I mean, if you're not a bath person, you can always put it in your shower. Uh, One thing I do want to caution, some crystals, which this is also in the book, as far as cleansing crystals go, Some crystals are toxic in water, and some crystals can be destroyed in water. So please do your research as far as what you're putting in your bathtub or how you're cleansing your crystals um, and those types of things. Uh, Another thing would be you can grid your house with crystals. So we actually go through this as well. Uh, So yeah, they can look really pretty on your shelf, 
But if you put them in a specific spot in your house, then that's just going to amplify the energy of the crystal in your home as well. So there's a bunch of super easy practices that you can sort of get to know the energy of your crystal. Again, whatever finds resonance with you, um, meditation or ritual baths, creating a sacred space, uh, those different types of things. Super easy. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. it just expands more and more from there. You know, maybe you get crystal oracle cards. Maybe you do crystal grids. Um, you know, there's so many different things that you could get into. Um, and just knowing that you're never doing anything wrong. Like, unless you're putting a toxic crystal in water, please don't do that. But essentially, you're never doing anything the wrong way. It's, again, an intuitive practice. I don't want people to sit here and, like, TikTok is telling me that this is what I need to do or this is the right way that I need to do it. That's not true. That's not true. Mm. Literally do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like, sometimes it can be so simple. At least what I do is just, like, when I'm working, I might hold a crystal in my hand or just have it just there to just pacify like some colors can just pacify and just look pretty and it's like oh <laughs> exactly it can be as little or as much as you want it to be and whatever that is that's what's right for you you know don't get overwhelmed yeah. with that with what other people are doing um and don't get overwhelmed with like the ex- expectation of oh I'm, I don't have a true spiritual or crystal practice if I'm not doing mm. a b and c mm. And what would you say for cleansing the crystals, like how important it is and how is how is that practice going? So this is pretty controversial and I hate always calling out TikTok, but a lot of it is just misinformation. Um, I know those people mean well and that's probably what they were taught, but I really don't want anyone to ruin their crystals. So truthfully... Like we said earlier, crystals have a base frequency. It's called dominant Mm. oscillatory rate, and they vibrate at a base frequency. And there's not much that we can do as human beings to completely knock them out of their base frequency. Like, if I had a super intense session with someone, obviously I'm not going to go turn around and use that crystal with someone else right away, but if I just left it alone, let's say for like two days, Maybe put it in the sunshine. Again, if it's crystal, that's, that's safe to go in the sun. Sun can also damage crystals. Uh, it will return to its base frequency without me having to do it. But again, this is where the resonance comes back in. If you feel mm-hmm. like you need to cleanse your crystals, you can smoke cleanser crystals. You can cleanse them in water if it's safe to do so. You can cleanse them in the sun if it's safe to do so. You can use sound. I almost exclusively use sound to cleanse my crystals. Again, it's all frequencies. So me using tinctures or a singing bowl or frequency playlist, those frequencies are influencing the crystal and returning Mm. it to its base frequency. If I feel like, meh, maybe it should, maybe it should be cleansed. And this Mm. can be as often or as little as you like. Um, there's no right or wrong when it comes to this. Some people put their crystals out during a full moon or a new moon. If you want to sort of use that energy in your crystals, you don't have to do that though. Um, like I said, there's a lot of misinformation of 
you have to put your crystals out for a full moon. You don't have to do mm-hmm. that. You don't. You literally don't have to do something if you don't want to do it. Is what I just constantly tell people. I don't put my crystals out during a full moon. If I had to put all my crystals out during a full moon, I, my neighbors would think I was absolutely nuts. And so again, just whatever resonates with you. And we go through some cleansing techniques in the book, which I think are very helpful. Mm-hmm. But again, if you use sound, then you're literally not damaging your crystals whatsoever. Yeah. Some people put them in rice. Some people put them in sand. Hey, like if you see that and you're like, I think that's so cool. You know, maybe you scoop up some sand from the ocean and you're like, I love ocean energy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my crystals in sand do it more power to you you know I just want you to caution to do your research because so many people have messaged me after posting tips on cleansing crystals and they're like oh my god thank you so much for posting this I've literally ruined crystals before by putting them in water Mm. because someone else told me the way you cleanse your crystals is putting them in Mm. water selenite will literally get ruined in water Mm. And she was like, I ruined a beautiful selenite piece Mm. by putting it in water. Yeah. So doing your research, empowering yourself to say, okay, this is is what I want to do. Yeah. You know? I think that's so powerful. And I actually, like, it became a stress for me of, like, oh, my God, okay, it's full moon. Where where does the moon light come, okay, on my window, okay? You know? And then I just, like, okay – Okay, literally, like, just, like, let it be. And, I like, obviously, I love myself. Like, if there's a nice full moon, I probably even have, like, a moon walk or something because I feel like it's sometimes, for me, also, like, really charging and beautiful. But to just have a stress over it and, like, oh, you didn't charge your crystals, now they're not working. Like, like it just becomes a stress. The last thing we want is for it to be a stress. This is supposed to be a beautiful practice that helps and supports you and reduces your stress. So the last thing we want is, oh my gosh, well, this person over here says to do all this. No, Mm. please. If it it doesn't resonate with you, don't even think about doing it. Please just do what you feel is best. Yeah. And I was doing on some point exactly that I've brought all the crystals onto my yard and also like a big glass of water that will be like moon water (laughs) and then like I remember like once my neighbor came and she's like what are all of this stuff like what are you doing with this stuff and I was like yeah it's just my spiritual practice (laughs) yeah but you know it's also moisty during the night or like yeah it's just like it can yeah I think it's really good that you do your research and don't you know stress about it how to cleanse it and like I think it's a good tip if you feel like okay now it's kind of losing energy should I put it in the sunlight for a while if it's the right crystals do it but yeah I think it's good to really good tip to say it has the base frequency don't worry about it it can deal with its own self like (laughs) yes great okay we could jump into those four questions now The first question is that what is your wildest house dream? So what kind of house and where would it be located? I love this question. Um, I, I feel like it fluctuates so much for me. So I right now, I feel like I'm very much in the realm of please 
just give me a house like in the middle of nowhere like lots of trees and nature I love animals like to death so my number one dream would just to be like have this huge property and like rescue animals and I'm obsessed with cows Mm -hmm. I would love to just be like here's a bunch of cows (laughs) but to like have them literally as pets like (laughs) not to do anything with them but to just be like here's my pet cow um so I feel like that would be really incredible I also just really love like super modern architecture and just really like very like spa like I watch those YouTube videos where it's like house tours and stuff like that of like these really beautiful homes and like just you know if you have an outdoor shower I'm like heck yes or like an outdoor bathtub you know and there's like beautiful like your whole house is glass and it just like opens up to like your yard Mm. and just like all that fresh air like Oh, I just love that. So I feel like I'm very much like in between two of like very just like modern, beautiful, very open, airy, like spa like house. Or like here's Sarah just like living on a farm with all her animals and like her rescue dogs and cats. And, you know, I have a vegetable garden and, you know, those types of things. Yeah, but why not to bring those yeah. together? You know, it could also look cool. <laughs> Just have like super modern house and then there's like the cows and talks and yeah. cats. I like that. Um, okay, and then the second question is that do you have a secret or alternative career wish? Um, I feel like as a kid, I was like, I'm gonna be an artist. I'm gonna create art for a living. Like anyone asked me like oh like that typical question of what do you want to be when you grow up I was like oh well, I'm gonna be an artist and growing up you're like oh yeah that's totally what I'm gonna do and then you get to college and you're like oh well very few people just do art for a living let me like get a degree in something that is like more you know I don't want to say typical but like maybe a better like job situation and so I actually ended up getting a degree in graphic design so it's kind of like art-ish but then it's like you know in a more usable sense but as a kid I was like Mm. oh I'm just gonna have like a studio and I'm just gonna create all the art that I want and people are just gonna that's just how I'm gonna live my life and um I do know people who do that for a living and it's really incredible and um, I'm so happy for them that they pursued their passions but at the same time you know as a kid I was like didn't know what crystal healing was so (laughs) but yeah if I wasn't if I wasn't doing this it would be really just something where I am creating art that I enjoy and then it just also happens to support me financially. (laughs) Yeah, but I love that. Like, I had that dream for a very long time, still kind of have it. Just having a studio where you can just do all your creations. Um, like, that creative freedom is so high value for me. So I just absolutely love that. And actually, was there something still, if you back, look back into your childhood, was there some kind of indicator that you were really interested of, you know, anything related to, like, healing or crystals? Uh, honestly, I would say no. Yeah. 
my family is very supportive and they're very wonderful people and I'm very grateful for uh, the situation that I'm in and you know they're my biggest cheerleaders when it comes to my business but I did grow up you know going to Catholic school as a kid like for most of my life um, you know going to church every Sunday so it was never a thing some of my clients are like oh I grew up with crystals or this or that Mm. and I think that's really magical and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with how I grew up I had an amazing I have an amazing life and had a really beautiful childhood but um you know I definitely grew up in a very different realm so even the possibility of being like crystals or crystal healing like or anything intuitive or anything like that I honestly would have never pictured as a kid Mm. and I mean obviously like very like artistic and creativity so some of those things could be overlap like that very like paying attention to like your inner knowing or intuition I feel like could definitely be involved with like art and creativity but um, that was probably about the extent of it. Mm, yeah, but it's not always like, you know, that we like have a straight line because I know that there are some people who, oh, you know, yeah. from very little kid do exactly what they're doing almost now <laughs> in just in a different yeah. form, you know, um, which I think it's super beautiful, but it's not like, oh, you didn't have a purpose as a child or something you did. Right. But maybe you were exactly kind of directed to walk a different path away before you found here. But we have two more questions to go. And the third one is when you are lacking of motivation, what helps you to gain it back? Mm. Yeah, I love this too. And I feel like that's always a constant struggle, especially when you work for yourself. So no one is literally telling you, oh, you know, this is due now or go do this or this is what your day looks like. So you really are essentially motivating yourself I mean you're the one creating what you do on a daily basis so yeah I mean you're really creating what you're doing day in and day out so I really find that when the days that motivation isn't there I honestly try to not force myself because if I force myself the quality of it is not going to be as good if I come at it from, you know, like a more ease and flow mentality than a like forcing, hustling mentality. Um, So I really try and give myself the time, which isn't always the case. I mean, I don't like, you know, sometimes that imposter syndrome comes in where you're like, what are you doing? You need to be working. You need to be doing this. Um... But yeah, my first response for lack of motivation is, okay, like I need to take a break. Um, I love, like we have like a little pond behind our house. So if I'm ever just like, you know, stuck on my computer all day and I'm like, oh, I have all this stuff to do and it's very overwhelming. I think it's really powerful to sort of take time to acknowledge that and ground yourself. Um, And grounding is a massive practice that Again, we could make another podcast about there's so much, but um, and just going out in nature. I love going out there with like 
bare feet and just like sticking your feet in the grass and just allowing yourself to like really ground yourself and recenter yourself Mm. and I find that very energizing as well like just giving yourself a break and like or telling yourself that it's okay to take a break and that you're worthy of taking a break because I feel like a lot of us struggle with that as well that worthiness of um doing something for ourselves so you know just getting into that space of hey it's okay if I do something for myself for like five minutes or half an hour or two hours or an afternoon like the world's not gonna fall apart yeah I mean I've like currently practicing it a lot to just remember to take breaks and of course there's this practice like I know a lot of women do or it's starting to become more and more popular to kind of take those days off when you are having a menstruation and I really love that practice because in the end of the day it's like four to seven obviously it depends how long your periods are but like four to seven days you know it's in a month it's not that much and if you have the possibility to even after work just like take chill and just like be and listen what Mm. your body needs um I can like also recognize that for me it's also coming like hey you could do this you could do that you could be productive and I love to be active and I love to like especially when you exactly run a business there's always stuff that you can do but it's also so good to remember that sometimes when you take a break and you're just ground yourself like you said or go for a walk or take afternoon to just do what you want to do you can have so much more drive and inspiration the next day, which will be so much better than just forcing you to like work or study or whatever it is that you kind of have to do. Um, so yeah, it's really good tip <laughs> or really good, uh, 100%. good yeah. answer. <laughs> and then the last question is that what is the best life advice you ever got and who gave it to you? Uh, oh gosh. So I feel like this could go along with... Um, you know, the motivation one as well, but on some podcast or I can't remember, I literally heard this person say, you cannot fill from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. If your cup is empty, you literally can't pour from it. So taking the time to really do something for yourself allows you to fully give to other people in your life. You know, I feel like a lot of us, we just push and push and push to the point where we're on empty. And when you're on empty, the things you're giving to other people or to yourself is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's such a low vibration and a low frequency. And, you know, that's how you get stressed and how you get, you know, physical symptoms and all these other things. So really taking the time to recharge yourself and fill your own cup and that looks different for everyone and really finding uh the practice that does do it because I do feel like a lot of us get stuck into okay am I relaxing right now or am I disassociating right now Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's a big thing for me like watching tv or playing a game or or those types of things can feel like you're relaxing but are you actually recharging yourself? Are you actually giving your body and your mentality the things that it needs or are you just shutting off? Yeah. 
And so really finding mindful practices that really make you feel good. Mm. And that could be, you know, going for energy work or taking a bath and not bringing your phone into the bath or um, going on a walk, not bringing your phone. Maybe you have a really beautiful journaling practice, which I feel like can be very powerful for a lot of people. Uh, you know, maybe you do tapping or, I mean, there's just so many different things that you can find to fill up your own cup and sort of give you that energy and that boost to really be the best version of yourself. And knowing that it's okay to put yourself first, because if in turn, if you put yourself first, you're giving so much more to the people in your life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is, again, something that needs to be, I think, for many empathic person and highly sensitive people to learn through, like, hard journey <laughs> and just realize that. But it is so important. And and I think, yeah, it is very important to think that, okay, how do I fulfill my needs so that when I fulfill my needs, I can serve the others. And that when you are serving yourself and and making yourself like feel good and energized, you're so much more better version of yourself for other people as well. So it's very good to remember. And like you said, it's it looks different for everyone. Like people, I think people recharge in different ways. Um, so for example, I like I love to do some activities like climbing or going for a run, or then it's sometimes it's just a yoga practice or more quiet, like active practice. Um, but that's how I recharge, even though for someone that's where you lose energy. So it's, it looks different for everyone. And I think that's good to just like find, find your own way. How, where is your, you know, like, like we charge our phones. Where is your charger? What charges you? Right. It's been amazing conversation. Like, thank you so much for joining. Um, I would like to just ask where people can find you. I will link the ebook um, in yeah. the episode notes. And of course, I'm going to send a newsletter. Um, yeah, it will newsletter will come all for all the subscribers. And there will also be all your information and links to you. But to find your Instagram and website, where can we find you? Yeah, so my Instagram is goldenlighthealer. Uh, if you ever need to get a hold of me, that's the number one spot. Um, I spend so much of my time on Instagram, unfortunately, but, uh, also my website is goldenlightcreatives.com and yeah, if you ever need anything from me, you can always send me a message on Instagram and yeah, like, you know, no pressure to like book anything. I just love this so much and I love helping other people on their journey. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to come and talk to you about it. And like your energy is just so beautiful. And I love this so much. So thank you. And thank you for sharing all this crystal wisdom. <laughs> now we all know more about crystals and probably everybody's like, yeah. Ooh, I need to get a new crystal. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again and have a really nice rest of the day. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I was so happy and had a smile on my face all the way through of listening this episode. It just brought so much spark and good energy. Sarah just masters her art and I'm so inspired of this. I'm like, yes, I think that this is an 
definitely a topic that I want to dive more into and to just see what the crystals can offer to me as personally. Anyways, you can find all the necessary links on the episode notes. Go check out Sara's Instagram, her website, and as well order her free ebook. That is just so nice that she has it. You can reach out to me on Instagram at passion.break and there in the links in the bio, you can find everything like other platforms you can listen passion break if you want to reach out to me and my website is coming out very soon so stay tuned for that and yeah see you in the next episode have a great rest of the day bye